0: So, JR, biggest story last week, the results of the state Supreme Court race. After a long night, it's too close to call with conservative Judge Brian Hagedorn ahead of Judge Lisa Neubauer, who was backed by liberals, by about a half percentage point or nearly 6,000 votes. Hagedorn has declared himself the winner, while Neubauer is considering asking for a recount, something she would have to pay for. So what are the next steps in that process?
1: The uh, county boards of Canvas do uh, a final tally of their unofficial returns from Tuesday night. So they, they gather everything that the municipalities turned in, do a second count, make sure everything adds up, and then they send those to the state. Uh, there's a deadline pending the next couple of weeks for them to finish that process. Quite frankly, unless those counties find a massive mistake in their second count, unless there are bags of ballots that turn up that were not counted the first time, it's unlikely you're going to see a, a 6,000 vote margin. Be overturned. So Hagen in a very good position right now to become the next justice of the Supreme Court. We're kind of watching to see is once that the county canvas tallies are in, what will Neubauer do? I mean, she people tell me could probably raise the money to do a second house if she wanted to. But you don't see a 6,000 vote margin overturned just by a recount because largely what you're doing is, you know, if you vote on an optical scanner uh, ballot, you know, you fill in the bubbles and feed the machine. All they do is take those ballots back out, feed them back to the machine. You don't see many changes. When you do that, you know, there's small things. So it's a quite a large hill for to climb right now to try and flip the results from Tuesday night, again, barring finding a massive mistake in the, the county count.
0: Shortly before Election Day, Marquette University law professor Ed Fallone announced he'll run for Supreme Court next spring when conservative Justice Daniel Kelly's term comes to an end. Then, after last week's election, Justice Kelly announced that he likely will run for a 10-year term next year. That election would fall on the same day as Wisconsin's presidential primaries. Up until now, Kelly had kept quiet about his plans, so why do you think he signaled a run at this time?
1: Well, he told me not long ago that he was not committing to a run just yet because he wanted the spotlight to be on the 2019 race, uh, especially on Brian Hagedorn and his quest for a seat in the Supreme Court. So now that that's out of the way, we expect him to announce before long. Um, there will be a number of progressive-slash-democratic candidates who look at running for that seat because the perception's been that if the Democrats have a contested primary for president on the ballot the same day as that Supreme Court race, and Republicans don't have a primary for president going on come April, then that's a big plus for the liberal-slash-democratic candidate.
0: In other news, liberal groups are asking the state Supreme Court to decide whether Wisconsin Republicans legally convened a lame duck session in December and passed legislation that weakened new governor, Democratic Governor Tony Evers' powers. A Dane County judge overturned the laws last month, but then an appeals court stayed most of them while the case is on formal appeal. Now a coalition of liberal groups wants the state Supreme Court to take the case directly. What are the chances of that happening? You know,
1: I can't say for sure what the Supreme Court's going to do, but I can tell you is that whatever happens with that one request, eventually this case will get to the state Supreme Court. I mean, it's clear that after the Dane County rulings and, you know, the two cases that we had, they're now both before the 30th Court of Appeals. Um, Regardless of what happens there, the Supreme Court will eventually weigh in because there's some unique issues in these lawsuits that the court ultimately has to decide because the supreme court is the ultimate arbiter of these things so whether it happens right away or the appeals court decision first it will get for the supreme court of the state of wisconsin
0: on a related note a couple of uw system regents are back at work even though governor evers fired them last month after a court ruling invalidated those appointments because they were approved during the lame duck session evers rehired 67 of the 82 appointees But that didn't include the two regents. They showed up to the Board of Regents meeting last week and were seated without comment or incident. So why do you think this went by without incident?
1: We're in kind of a state of influx right now where uh, Evers and his administration takes one position on what's going on with these appointments. Republicans have another. And quite honestly, until the courts clarify it, I don't know we're going to have definitive answers. So we're just kind of in a holding pattern, and I don't get the impression anybody feels the need to go and Exacerbate the issue um, until we have a, a, a final answer about that. Now, Evers had kind of addressed this on Friday, said he considered the PSC commissioner, who he rescinded her appointment, to be a little bit different. But you know, just gotta watch this play out for a while and see where things end up. Uh, we, we're looking for that court order that clarifies things and provides more guidance to what's going on going on.
0: And finally, a federal judge last week granted Wisconsin's request to withdraw from a multi-state lawsuit challenging the Affordable Care Act. Governor Evers and Democratic Attorney General Josh Call dropped Wisconsin from the suit after the Dane County judge overturned the lame duck laws and before the appeals court stayed them. So were Evers and Call wise to act so quickly, and what do Republicans think of that?
1: Well, you know, they had the opportunity, so they went ahead and and acted because that was a long-time campaign promise that they had made last fall that they were going to seek to get out of that lawsuit. And quite honestly, the the reaction has been somewhat muted because even though Wisconsin is moved to withdraw and was approved, that lawsuit goes on. That's not going to impact it really one way or another. It's just that Wisconsin is not involved. So Republicans know that. And two, um, that lawsuit was actually, uh, didn't really do a lot for Republicans last fall. They don't really want to bring back up that debate about health care and the lawsuit challenging Affordable Care Act because it ended up being problematic for them at the ballot box. So I think they're trying to move on to other things at this point.
0: That's whizpolitics.com editor J.R. Ross. You can join us each week for our conversations. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to Capital Notes on iTunes, NPR One, or wherever you get your podcasts.